If you're tired of bad news, if you need some positivity, if you want to support small businesses, then welcome to Happy Grateful Blessed with Kaysville's own mayor, Tammy Tran. Here, you'll get to see the best of humanity from within Utah's hidden gem, Kaysville City. Every month, you'll discover small businesses, hear unique and incredible stories, and understand the difference you make in this wonderful city. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll never miss a chance to find a new business to support and learn what makes a city like this one work as well as it does. So join us as we explore Happy Grateful Blessed with Tammy Tran. Hello, everyone. I'm here today with Kalia Merrill. Hi. I'm so glad to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. She is my intern. She approached me, well, sent an email and said she wanted to intern with the mayor's office. And she is a senior at Davis High. Yes. And I'm really excited to be able to talk to you today, Kalia. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be here. This is so interesting and exciting. And fun. Yes. It's just just different, right? Yes. Um, A lot of mayors might not have a podcast, but I started this podcast a couple of years ago Mm -hmm. and thought I might as well use it as a way to reach out to people and to let people get to know each other within our community. Mm -hmm. So that's the purpose of the podcast. Right. So I've been able to interview all kinds of people. I'm going to have the superintendent for Davis School District on in a couple weeks, um, police chief, fire chief. Mm-hmm. We've had police officers oh, talk so cool. to political people, county commissioners, just lots of different people to find out how how government works and how we all work together. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you about your experiences. Tell me why, as a high school senior, you would have an interest in interning. Um, well, a bunch of my I look up to like a bunch of seniors. Um, most of my friends were seniors last year. Um, that's just who we really hung out with. So they did a bunch of internships. And I saw that. And I was like, that's so cool. And I think especially in like the politic world, I think you need to be immersed in that aspect. So I was like, I want to stay local. So yeah, then I just emailed you. <laughs> here we are. What I'm really impressed about is the fact that you told me you did it by yourself. Yes, I did. Um, My mom was supposed to give me the information because my mom works for the county government. And I was like, I need the mayor's number or email, mom. Like, I was like, just give it to me. She's like, okay, I'll get back to you. Like, a week goes by, so she never gave it back to me. So finally, I was like, in the middle of my sixth grade class, I was like, I'm just going to, my sixth period class, I was like, I'm just going to do it. (laughs) So I did. I found your email online, and I just... (laughs) Row up a my sales pitch pretty much. It's very impressive. <laughs> I, I, was, I was very impressed. At first, I thought, wait a second, we've never done an intern here or an internship with the mayor's office here. And um, I want to make sure that you knew it wasn't a paid internship, yes. which we, you were okay with, which is great. <laughs> and I'm I was just excited that that you're interested in government. Yes. Oh, I am so interested. That was like my. Number one thing, I could talk about it for hours and hours. It's so Well, I think it's really outstanding because right now, especially with everything going on in the world. Oh, yeah. Um, federally, mm-hmm. locally, <laughs> their politics is getting a bad rap. Yes. There's been a lot of negativity going on. So Definitely. I think it's, it's fantastic that you, as a senior in high school, are interested in getting involved. Yes. Tell me what, what's motivating this. I think just like my mom, I think my mom motivates me a lot to like find what I want to do. Um, that's just always been a thing. Even before politics, I kn- already knew what I wanted to be. Then that switched. I want to be a film director, but um, that just came into play. I think my mom pushing that I want to pursue a dream and she wants to push me to get to that dream. So I think me motivating myself to push myself to that dream 
is really helpful. So that's why I think I was just ambitious and I just wanted to email you as soon as I can. And I also think that there's a lot going on in the world, like we said, and I just want to be involved in that. Like, I think it's so cool and I, I just want to be like a part of it. <laughs> a part, so, and we have had conversations, you and I, about kind of what you're interested in. So mm-hmm. go ahead and share. Policy, legislation. Um, I'm Right now, I'm very open-minded. Like, I'm really interested in everything. I think when I first got into politics, I was more on the judicial side. So I wanted to be, like, a lawyer or somewhere, like, lawmaking, stuff like that. But I think as, like, I'm getting older, like, I want to go, like, more federal and stay in, like, the more, like, campaigning side, stuff like that. That stuff's so interesting to me. And and get involved from that perspective. Yes, definitely. Tell us about Girl State because I think it's... Mm-hmm. Always interesting to hear how people... Yes, I went to Girls' Day. It's a week long, and a lot of people don't know about it, but it's a very prestigious program, mm-hmm. and I didn't even know about it. I just got called down to the counseling officer, like, I want to do this. I was like, of course. Uh, my mom randomly signed me up. But you basically, you make your own city. Like, you make your own laws. You make your own, um, uh, like, arguments in, like, a city meeting. I ultimately went after mayor, so this, is, Good this works out well, but you get split up into cities from girls all over the state. So I think each school has like three slots open. Um, my Davis got, I think, nine slots because most schools didn't send girls because girls don't really know about it, which sucks because I feel like a lot of girls would love to do this. It was an amazing experience. It's at Weber. But you're split up into cities, you meet girls from all over the state, and you make your own community. So we had our own city council meetings, um, how to run that on my own, that was scary. Um, you go to meetings, you go to quote-unquote press conferences, like, it's so cool, and it's, you're just involved, and you're just making your own community, and it's so phenomenal, and I think every girl should go to Girls' State if you're interested in politics or government. It is a great program, isn't yes. it? Yes. Girls' State's been around for years and years, and I am surprised mm. that more young women aren't aware of it yes. and wanting to participate in it. Yes, I think it's one of the best, it, I would say it's one of the best things that's probably ever happened to me. I think it changed my perspective on a lot of things because one of your assignments is you actually create your own national-level bill. And that was so, I was like, this is going to be so hard, but there's so many bright, talented young ladies that like have so many brilliant minds. And so just like being immersed in that, it was so easy to like come up with bills and legislations and stuff like that. So what was the bill that you were most interested in that you guys came up with? My bill, I did, what did I do my bill on? I think, I think I did my bill on something really controversial. (laughs) So that was, that was scary. But I think I did my bill on gun control because that was what my um, city, one of the, one of the people in my city like came up to me about it. Okay. In a city council meeting. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, this is scary. So, so a, a, a quote, a, a member, a resident. Mm-hmm. Yes. Brought it up. Yes. A local brought okay. it up. Just a, lo- it. just a local set. Because um, at the end of the city council meeting, I opened up a 15 minute, um, 15 minute conversation. Yes. Where you can come up, you can say something and you can like make things up. So people were like doing funny things, but someone brought up gun control and I was like, oh my. I was like, that's a really heavy topic. Mm-hmm. But, um. It went well, and so then I was like, okay, like I'm going to write my bill on it, and it was good. It went well. Um, I passed, and once, um, if you do it, you actually get a scholarship to Weber, so you do all, so you have a packet the whole week, and the, the last thing was the bill, so I finished my bill, turned it in, and, and it passed. Now, if I want to go to Weber, I got a scholarship, so it's great. That's really great. <laughs> yes. what, was the, what was the intention of your bill? What was my, it designed to do? 
It was, it was designed to get, I think, our minds going. Um, okay. Just think of things on, like, a federal level. Because um, you don't really think about, like, how many people are actually, like, going over this bill. And you have to get it passed through so many, like, levels and stuff like that. And so it was weird going from, like, a small local city council meeting, mm-hmm. writing this bill, and then having to get it passed off by our governor. That was really crazy. So what was the bill doing, though? It was... My, my bill was... Um, saying that guns should be more like you should have more background checks. Um, I, I think it is naive to think that guns should just be taken away. I, I agree you with can't you 100%. do that. And I, there was a bunch of girls that were fighting for that, and I didn't want to be controversial, so I actually kept my bill to myself. But um, when I was talking about it at my city council meeting and I wrote my bill, I just wanted to make sure that it's like I don't want people in, like thinking that guns are just going to go away. And I and I don't think that's the problem. I think a lot of money should be going to mental health services too. I think that goes plays a part. But I think in gun control aspect, where we're just talking about gun control, I think my bill was just supposed to say more background checks. 18-year-olds shouldn't just be able to go in and buy a gun, just stuff like that, which is has been said before. But I think I was really happy with my bill because it was something that I'm – passionate about and i think it worked really well <laughs> good for you and you were able to get it passed yes i got it passed it was great so then the people in my city that just wanted to buy a gun couldn't so that was great <laughs> <laughs> well it's interesting isn't it i did something similar when i was at byu uh, we did a mock senate mm-hmm. and it was interesting because you come up with these great ideas mm-hmm. and then you debate them right and it's interesting to see how legislation can affect someone on the other side of it right and how it really affects people as it trickles down right because in our minds it seems like this is a great idea this Mm -hmm. this makes sense but then when we look at the bigger picture to see who it impacts right it can change things quite dramatically yes that's a great learning process yes it was the best week ever (laughs) good for you I, i i just think it's great that you're interested in politics you're you're a senior. Yes. So that means you're going to be graduating soon. What so is your exciting. plan? So actually, I haven't told you this, but I got accepted into my dream school yesterday. Oh, you did? Yep. Ole Miss, University of Mississippi. Congratulations. Thank you. It's Oh, it's crazy. Oh, growing Clea, up is that scary. Is, that is impressive. Thank you. It was exciting. I like called my mom and it was like 1 a.m. her time because she's in France right now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I got accepted. And she was like, that's crazy. Because I actually great. applied as a joke because... I think my I, like since I was ten, I wanted to go to Miss. So I have like Ole Miss shirts. I have an Ole Miss bow. Really, I always take the ACT with an Ole Miss pencil. And and why 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 this school? I I don't know. So my mom, um, when she did like um, marketing, when was was her job? Um, her marketing firm actually like had a like they had to do ads out there and something like that. And she was like, Oxford's so pretty. So then I just started watching Ole Miss football. I started watching people go to Ole Miss and I was like, I wanna be a hottie toddy. So that would be so I actually applied awesome. not thinking I was gonna get in, but I got in yesterday and it was a really exciting experience. This is so exciting. It was so crazy. I like called my grand grandparents and stuff and they're like, Oh my, like that's crazy because everyone knows I'm the biggest Ole Miss fan ever. Since you were a little girl. Yes. Kalia, you are <laughs> a dream maker yes. and a goal oh, achiever. Thank you. It was crazy. Well, I've never thought I could go to Ole Miss because um, I've always wanted to swim. And now that I'm not swimming in college because I decided to not do that anymore, um, I was like, I might as well just apply. Like, mm-hmm. I never thought I was going to go because they don't have a swim team. So I just applied, not thinking I was going to get in, got in, and 
I was like, oh my, this is coming real. This is beginning. Are you going to wait for your other options to yes, make a decision? I, okay. I definitely am. Um, a lot of Utah schools haven't come out yet. So I definitely want to look at that. But if I can find a way to go on this, I that definitely think that's awesome. my number one. <laughs> so that's exciting. Wow, that's so exciting. <laughs> Thank you. What I'm really impressed about you, um, what, what really impresses me about you is the fact that you did something very unique as a sixth grader. Do you want to share that with them? Yes. So sixth grade, I had um, a teacher. His name was Dr. Falk. He just loved politics. And this was when the 2020, 2016 election was going on. So it was really big. And obviously a sixth grader doesn't understand that stuff. I didn't even understand that stuff as sixth grade. But we would talk about politics. My teacher would. And I was just so fascinated by it. Like I took up all the math time, like all the kids were like, oh, thanks for taking up math time because like he would just go on and I want to learn about that stuff. You were asking questions. But I just genuinely just wanted to know. So the day of the election, it was like January something. Obviously it doesn't come out that night. So we're just like sitting there. I'm just like waiting, but it doesn't come out. I threw a party. I didn't tell my mom I was having kids over. <laughs> I invited everybody in my class that day. That's so cute. And I was in walking distance of a grocery store called Ridley. So I lived in um, Highland, Utah. I was in the walking distance of this grocery store in Ridley's and Little Caesars. So I, me and my two other friends walked. We got pizzas and... You guys went and paid for these? And yes, because, well, so my mom, she would just leave her credit card for me. She was like, if, okay. if you're in an emergency, you just use this. <laughs> so you Well, did. this is an emergency. <laughs> so <laughs> I, awesome. So we walked and we got sodas from Ridley's and then pizzas. And then my mom came home and she's like, what is all this? I'm like... I'm throwing a party, mom. <laughs> and she's like, for what? And I was like, the election. And me and my friends, like, we made posters. Um, I can, like, show you a picture. This is great. We made posters that said, like, Trump or Hillary. And I just had my whole class just sitting in my living room watching the and, election. And they showed up and you yep. had the TV on. And yep. The the TV was on. Everyone was over. And everyone just sat there and just talked while that's really we're watching neat. the election. But, yeah, it was crazy. No one believes me. But I'm like, yep, sixth grade. Sixth grade. Walk to a grocery store to grab stuff for the party, and <laughs> it was so fun. What is, what's really neat is that at such a young age, it sounds like you've identified your passion. Yes, what you love. Mm -hmm. So many people don't know. I talk mm -hmm. to people that are old in their fifties, right? You know, that are wandering around thinking, "I don't know what I'm going to do when I grow up," and and that's that's pretty neat that you already yes. know what it's you like. So, exciting. so is your plan in college to major in political science? Yes, it is. It's political science and. Like I was saying at the beginning, like I was more judicial side, so I was going to plan on going to law school, but we'll figure that out in college, yeah. what I want to do after. But my major intended that I put on my application stuff is political, political science. science. As you look out at the federal government and things that are happening, mm -hmm. what would you like to fix? I mean, have you identified anything that you think is a problem that you think, mm, maybe I could do something about that? Oh my, that is such a broad, broad um question i think that like i don't necessarily want to fix anything okay. i think there's a lot of things that should be fixed um i don't really think i want to be that role where i just like i'm fixing stuff okay i want to be more of like helping the situation because okay. i feel like like one of the debate i just had was um um does the criminal justice system um is it broken and there's just it's such a broad thing it's like criminal justice system and it's like cr take criminal justice system and like times it by three mm -hmm. and you're just looking at this big wide government which is just crazy so i don't think necessarily like, i believe that there's a lot of things that should be changed but i think that a lot of things are progressing towards that and i think it will work so i just think me being involved 
in general. To make a difference. Right. To let your voice be heard. Exactly. It's just making a difference in that. Because I, like, there's so many things that should be fixed, but they're so big. They they are. And they're so complicated. You can't snap a finger and do it. Yeah. It's true. And and it's incremental and it's Mm -hmm. over time. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that's really surprising me about government is you hear about how government moves slowly. Mm -hmm. It does. Right. It creeps and crawls. Mm -hmm. It's intentional. It's set up that way so that we have public comment, we have public interaction, right. and we have transparency and all of those good good things to make it a slow mm-hmm. process. But it is a slow process. Yes, definitely. But we do so. need people like you who care about it. Mm-hmm. And that's really, I think sometimes when I've asked my friends and neighbors, hey, you guys, come on and get involved in the city. They think that it's going to be such an overwhelming, huge responsibility. Yes. That it seems too overwhelming to to want to be a part of it, but mm-hmm. it's it's people desiring to to help. Mm-hmm. That yeah. makes such a great a, a great difference in the end. I think yes. Well, and it's like even just like small things like little neighborhood caucus meetings. Mm-hmm. I think make such a difference. And I think that even if you're not interested in what's going on in our government, I think that you should still just be informed and involved because when it does come time that you are in a position where you have to deal with it, like you're educated you're well formed like like my mom I would just go with my mom to like all these like meetings like there was the last session I think I went with her to this um to the Republican one because like I know Kamalu she's the cutest and like Commissioner Kamalu yes love her fantastic she is a good lady (laughs) she's a great lady she always writes like if I'm in the newspaper she'll always like write me a letter on the newspaper and then send it to me isn't that sweet she's done that for me as well she's so cute very thoughtful she's so cute but just stuff like that I think that like even if you don't want to be involved in art and like don't care about government, I think that you should just go anyways. Just be informed and just small caucus meetings like they take an hour of a Wednesday night mm-hmm. and you get more out of it than you probably would watching the news. So you're absolutely right. Yeah. And it's it's interesting to be able to grow up with a parent that is mm-hmm. involved. Yes. My mom passed six years ago and we're cleaning up some areas in our house. And I was looking at my old journals mm-hmm. and some of my mom's old journals and letters. And she talks about me going with her to um, hand out flyers about housing in the neighborhood mm-hmm. when I was six. Mm-hmm. And I remember doing that as yes. a little girl. And then I'd forgotten I ran for Senate in high or junior high or high school. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, you know, wrote my big plan in my journal about how I wanted to be in school, you know, high school senator. Mm-hmm. And I didn't make it. And it was a crushing oh. blow. But it's but it's good because that's where it starts is is a desire to want to be involved. Right. And and not only wanting to be involved, but taking the time to do it. Mm-hmm. That's what makes a difference. Yes, definitely. And like you said, it has helped having parents being involved. Like my grandparents, my grandpa actually was on the city council of Logan for eight years. And just like, and I remember going door to door, like campaigning, like it's a lot of work, but it's just so exciting and fun. And I think that having parents like want to be involved or, well, I guess my mom wants to be involved and my grandparents being involved in all that. And just being immersed in that family aspect has been so exciting and adrenaline rushes all the time it's so fun <laughs> i'm i'm really happy that you have a passion for it yes and an excitement exciting. for it it's and i hope that anyone listening will share this episode with their kids because mm. really we need people who care right and and it's sad that so many people have an attitude of it's not going to change there's nothing i can do because that's mm. not true yeah. especially at a local level. So when you first decided you wanted to intern with me, I remember asking you, well, how about the state? The state's got some great internship programs. <laughs> and you told me 
I was like, I want to stay local. I think being Kaysville is just so fun. Mm-hmm. I love Kaysville. I love the people. Everything here is exciting, but it's like, I think a lot of people just don't think that we have local governments. Mm-hmm. Like, you see, like, oh, the president, the big USA. Right, we hear about that. Like, you hear about everything, news. but you just don't hear about anything in your own city. And, like, that's just who runs your city. So I, I wanted to stay local, and I wanted to stay with you, and I was like, hey. And that's when I sent the email. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that you're interested. <laughs> what are some of the things you'd like to learn as an intern about city government? I want to learn how they, like, pass stuff. Okay. So you say things take a long time. Like, I want to learn that process. Like, I want to know, why does it take a long time? Where does it start? Where does it, where is it supposed to end? Okay. Like, stuff like that. Also, like I've said multiple times, just being there, like, I just want to follow. <laughs> like, I just think just watching, I think I'll learn a lot more. Um, but my goal really is to get out of this is just to make connections and learn more about local city governments and then apply that to wherever I go to college or do in life. Well, yeah, I can't wait to see what you do. I'm so excited. I'm so excited Thank for you. you and your future and your present <laughs> yes. because you're really doing some fun things. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you're well-rounded. So tell us a little bit about your swimming experience just because I want you to be able to brag about yourself. <laughs> so I'm a swimmer. Um, I've been swimming since I was like seven years old. Um, I am a backstroker, so if swimmers are listening, I, I, I'm a 200 backstroker. That's usually what I swim and that's usually what I get like recruited for and stuff um I oh I don't even know what I'm supposed to say this you're top five in the state I've yep I've been top five in the state since I was I want to say like 12 is when I started being top 10 in this uh, top five in the state and it's been a really fun but really hard journey um I've ultimately think I've decided to not swim in college which is been really rough on me and my family because I've just dedicated so much of my life to swim so it's usually just been school swim homework sleep (laughs) that's just what my schedule's been like but um I'm excited to move on but swimming has been one of the best things ever well and taught you discipline and competitiveness Mm -hmm. and all all of the great talents and and virtues that you need well yeah I I, for success in life I think I swimming has taught me more things than anything in the classroom because swimming is a different sport if you compare it to like soccer or baseball swimming is more it's all mental Mm -hmm. it's you're trying to move through liquid as fast as you can and if you don't if you miss it by 0.2 seconds it's like the end of the world like it's so such a mental thing on your body and um even like michael phelps the greatest swimmer of all time was like it's 90 percent mental 10 percent physical and so you're just pushing your body every single day. And I love doing that. Pushing my body is one of my favorite things in the world. I love exercising. It's great. But um, the mental aspect is really hard. And I also, what I've learned from swimming is burnout is a real thing. I think a lot of um, kids, especially teenagers, are just so caught up in um you have to be perfect in your sport. You have to do this. You have to do this. And a lot of politics come into play. Like people know you. People like Mm want to beat you, all this stuff. But um, I just want to teach kids like burnout is okay. I think the hardest thing for my family, I should probably give a background on my family. Every single person in my whole family has played a sport and they've been the top of their sport. That's just how my whole family's been. Like my cousin, she's a national champ at dance. My other cousin, he's um, state champ in lacrosse. Like 
our whole family and my grandparents, they're both bowling state champs, <laughs> which is funny. But so it's always just been excellence in my family. And so burnout was really scary because they didn't understand that. Like none of my family understands that burnout is a real thing, especially in swimming when it's all mental and it's your, it's, it, it's just it's, you, right? Yeah. It's not part of a team. Well, I mean, you're on a swim team, but it's right. your performance. But it's all individual mm-hmm. and it's year long. Like we get a two week break, then we're back into next season. And it's not like soccer where it's like a six month season and then it's just done. And I just feel like a lot of, that was one of the biggest lessons I've learned as a teenager in high school is your sport doesn't define you. And I know that, especially here in Kaysville, um, every kid plays a sport. Like, it's great, but burnout is a thing. And if you aren't feeling love from that sport anymore, it's okay to take a step back. Like, I'm not saying quit. Don't quit. Like, if you want to, if you still have love for that sport, keep doing it. But I think just taking a step back. Like, I finally quit club swim, which is usually year-round. And it's been, like, better. Like, I've been seeing that I've loved Good. swimming a lot a lot more. And I'm excited to finish out my senior high school season. Um, trying to get a ring again. So let's hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I get state champ again. We're really praying right now. But I think just taking a step back and just finding things. But I think that's one of the biggest things I've learned through swimming is just burnout was okay and also how to push your body mentally and physically is and physically. crazy and and to know what like you said brings you joy mm-hmm. and and to be able to make those decisions for yourself and mm-hmm. be okay with with how that goes right i think that's fantastic yes it was it's scary but exciting experience and i think that having a mom or a family i guess push a sport is just exciting like, I have districts on Saturday, which is scary, but my grandparents will be there. So it's just exciting. Just the support of your family. Right. And also, um, if I wasn't, if I if I didn't burn out junior year, um, I would be going to college for swimming. And I also just think that's such a great opportunity. That's also another thing is hard because, like, everyone's like, you're wasting your talent. Like, you're not going to college swimming. And I'm like, I, I would love to swim in college And it's like signing day was really hard for me watching everyone go. But it's like, I just wish I loved swimming like that. Mm -hmm. But I just don't. And I'm not going to push myself to do something that doesn't make me happy. It just brings more depressed in my life. That's a very mature thing to be able to recognize and realize. Thank you. So kudos for you. (laughs) Thank you. For having the emotional strength and maturity to make a decision like that. That Mm -hmm. would be very difficult. Yeah, it was a very long, hard junior year going through that because I did I didn't know what was happening I was like burnout I'm not I'm not burning out but I was and it was really scary and really hard and especially like talking to it about my with my family like they didn't understand it either mm-hmm, and I think this was eye-opening for everyone in my family too because they're like oh my like because like just because you're the top of your sport doesn't mean that you love it mm-hmm. and a lot of people just don't understand that and so I think I hope that that helped I, I think Everybody this will help. <laughs> I, I think this will help a lot of people. Yeah, to realize, especially where, like you said, there is a lot of really good pressure. Mm-hmm. There's great yes. pressure to be excellent, and that's fantastic. Right. But you can apply that to different areas of your life as you're doing, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be just centrally focused on one thing. Mm-hmm. And then you have balance, and you have emotional health. Mm-hmm. What I really admire about you, and I'm just barely getting to know you, is that you just <laughs> seem very, very confident. Yes. In, in what you believe and mm-hmm. what you know and what you want. Yeah. And I, I think th- that's actually like a really big compliment. Thank you. Like confidence is really something that I try to hold to myself. I think that confidence gets you everywhere in life. 
Absolutely. And then just being confident in yourself. And obviously, like, yeah, like, I'm not confident in a lot of things. But one thing I am confident is, like, if you want to do something, you can do it. Mm-hmm. And I think even swimming's taught me that. If I, if I want to go a certain time, like, if I put in the work for it and I'm confident about that work, I, I can do it. And I think I'm, I'm, I want to apply that in every aspect. So thank you. That means a lot, actually. <laughs> You're fantastic. Thank you, Kalia. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I'm excited for this semester. Yes. And maybe at the end of the semester, we can record another episode and talk about what you've learned. <laughs> talk about where we've been. <laughs> right. All the fun things that we've been able to accomplish. Yes. Okay, thank well, you. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. It's been great. To all my podcast listeners, thank you for listening. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Please leave comments and please leave suggestions for future guests. And most importantly, subscribe. Thank you.